0: Welcome to the Fighting for Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jody Blick. So last week I wrote a post about friendship and grief, and I shared it on my personal pages on both Instagram and Facebook. We had just been out for dinner with our friends Jay and Jody, and I was feeling a little reflective and thinking on some of the thoughtful and yet pretty costly to them ways that they have walked by our side since Jackson died. I sat down one afternoon to write a quick sentence or two, and as it often happens for me 20 minutes later, I had written a few paragraphs. My first thought was just to send it to them and stick with putting out a simpler social media post. But I ended up sharing the whole thing because I wondered if it might be helpful for other people to get another glimpse into some of the specific ways that people have come alongside of us in grief. I've mentioned this many times here on the podcast, but I continue to get so many inquiries about how to help others, not just in grief, but in a variety of difficult situations. There is often desire to help, but also fear that they won't do it right, or that they will somehow add to the hurt by saying or doing something wrong. To be truthful, that can happen. It does happen, but usually it doesn't. Usually any genuine act of kindness or thoughtful word will help because often it's not even the words that you say or the specific thing that you do. It's your presence, your care, your compassion, your friendship right there in the mess, your willingness to overcome the awkwardness and your uncomfortable feelings around grief. Or really, I could add anything here, cancer, divorce, suicide, job loss, depression, anxiety, whatever the difficult circumstance your friend is facing, your efforts, your words will mean the world. Being brave enough to pull close, to say something, to do something, to just show up, to sit on the morning bench, to sit in the hospital room, to sit on the couch, to cry with them, to go knowing that it may be terribly awkward, it probably will be, it may be way out of your comfort zone and super uncomfortable. It takes courage to walk into these kinds of unknowns, to face a situation that you have not had to walk through before yourself. This brings me back to the post that I shared. As I mentioned, I shared in hopes of helping someone of encouraging maybe even just one person to draw a little closer to a hurting friend when it feels so much easier to pull away and let someone else step in. But you guys, the post resonated with so many people. It actually kind of surprised me. And a number of my friends shared it with friends who have shared it with friends. And so inspired by all of the sharing, the many comments, messages, and conversations that I've had about this this past week, I thought it might be worth sharing it here on the podcast as well. My desire in sharing something like this is never to diminish other friendships or other ways that people, both friends and family, have rallied around us in grief. It's just to give a specific example of how you may want to come alongside of a hurting friend when the time comes, and most likely it will. Just last week, I heard from an elementary classmate of mine who wants to help a friend of hers who just lost her son. She was asking me if this, that, or the other, she was giving a few examples of ways that she wanted to help, would be truly helpful or not helpful, if they would add to the uncomfortableness or bring them comfort. And I said, as we were talking about what I wrote, that most times the only way to really know is just to ask. It'll feel weird, but again, your desire is to help. To be there in a way that speaks love to your hurting friend. To learn how to be a good friend to that person in grief. And to be transparent, even after walking through these last eight and a half years, even now after losing my mom as well, even after our family has been through many other hard things, I'm still learning myself how to be a good friend to others when they are hurting. So give yourself some grace. Apologize when you don't do it right. And remember, it's really never too late. Maybe you haven't been there for somebody. You didn't have the space in your life. You just didn't get it then. You were in the middle of your own hard thing, whatever it is. But now you do want to step closer. Now you have more time or space or energy or understanding. That's awesome. Find out how you can be a good friend to where they are at now in grief. It's not too late. Okay, all that being said, I'm just going to read the post that I wrote, and I hope it helps and encourages some of you who are listening. Teach us how to be good friends to you guys in grief. That's what Jay said to us just weeks, if not days, after Jackson died. I still remember exactly where Jay was standing in our house when he said that. When trauma hits your life, it's natural for relationships to change. Grief is uncomfortable, exhausting, unpredictable. And for a time, it makes friendships pretty one-sided. I understood when people took a couple steps back from us. I've done it myself over the years in a couple of relationships. And side note here, (laughs) I didn't always do it in the right way. Before Jackson died, I had done the whole, like, go down the other aisle of the grocery store thing. Because I didn't know how to deal with somebody's sadness. I didn't want to face their tears. I've also been the person who didn't understand the importance of being at the funeral. I've had to apologize to one of my dearest friends for not walking well in grief with her when her mom died. So when I say I understood when people stepped back or didn't do what I thought they would, I do mean it. I still might have stung a little, but thankfully God gave me the grace to let it go pretty quickly. Okay, back to the post. I trust that God provides exactly who you need in your darkest moments. That made it a bit easier to hold some friendships more loosely and to more fully embrace other friendships, even brand new ones that were created because of our grief. We are so thankful for a handful of dear friends who have walked every messy step of the way with us, flying to the funeral, flying back just a few months later to sit with us in grief, daily texts, countless Voxer messages, remembering every tender, set-apart day, visiting the cemetery, cleaning our house, mowing our yard, making us food, supporting our kids, and carrying away buckets of tears for us with their own tears. You know who you are, and we love you like family. These two are included in that group of those who have loved us well these past eight and a half years. And it always hasn't been easy for them. Not that it's easy for anyone, but before Jackson died, our friendship with the Nemesis was based on having fun, on laughter, on concerts, on the ease of our families hanging out. So when we were faced with the unimaginable, I didn't expect them to do what they did. I'm sure they wanted to pull back, but they pulled in. They pulled in close. They fought for our friendship. They began asking and saying things like, I don't know what to do when you start crying. I have no idea what to say to you right now. Teach us. Do you like when I say Jackson's name? What's hard about your grief this week? Teach us how to walk with you on his birthday. Wait, did I say that wrong? How can I phrase it better next time? How can we love your kids better through their grief? We won't be offended if you say no again to our invitation. I saw your post on Facebook and I have no idea how to comment. Why is it even helpful for you to share so much on social media? We are really uncomfortable with all of this sadness, but we aren't going anywhere. Okay, another quick side note. This is not a complete list. There were more questions and so many conversations, and sometimes Eric and I didn't even have the answer. This was all new to us as well, and we actually are still learning, but every time they were brave enough to ask a question or dig a little deeper or, yes, even apologize for something that didn't come out right, we felt loved and known and seen in our grief and like we weren't so scary and awkward to be with. Okay, now I'll finish reading the post. Friends with us in grief, wanting to learn, willing to have a lopsided friendship for years. Students of grief. Sitting on the morning bench with others is hard. It's uncomfortable being friends with sad people. But I'm sharing this post to encourage you to do it. Maybe you didn't have friends show up for you like this in your difficult season, but don't let that harden your heart. It's possible you could be that person for someone else. God will give you the strength, the words, the unconditional love. You can't be this for everyone. That would be impossibly exhausting. But I think you'll know when the time comes, when God places you in the middle of someone's darkest days. When you can be the one to say, I don't know how to do this, but I'm willing to learn. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fighting for Joy podcast. I just want to remind you that I am still partnering with Faithful Counseling this season to help bring you quality online Christian counseling. Use my code at faithfulcounseling.com slash joy. You will find out more there and receive 10% off. I can't say it enough, but quality counseling is a worthy investment, such a powerful tool in the fight for joy in the midst of this broken world. Again, check it out at faithfulcounseling.com slash fighting for joy, or just send me a message and I will get you the direct link. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you so much for listening today. If you were helped or encouraged by this episode, please share it with others. I would also love for you to find me on social media. You can connect with me and others who are listening on my Fighting for Joy podcast page on either Facebook or Instagram. You can also send me an email at fightingforjoypodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Podcasts have been such a lifeline for me in grief and one of the top ways that my soul is recharged and encouraged on a weekly basis. I truly hope that this podcast will do the same for you. Keep fighting for joy.